Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Nelson. Good morning, St. Louis. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Got my buddy Pearly here with me. Meet is taking care of us here at the ESPN studios. And um, we formatted this show like a round of golf. This first segment is called the On the Range segment. It's brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. And uh, check us out on our social media outlets. I know, Pearly, you're on social media all the time. It's one of your favorite things to do. Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing, and our Instagram account is, yeah, we don't know. Um, all right, so we've got a long interview, fun interview, cool interview with Dan McLaughlin. Yeah, springtime, um, perfect we, timing, we, great interview. Yeah, the um, uh, spring training is well underway. Danny is uh, just a terrific guy. So, um, um, but for us, you know, the weather's starting to turn, you know, and Man, I can't wait to be outside. I, I have this winter was exceptionally long. Um love this time of year too. Right right, you know, we're a little ahead of Augusta, but man, when Augusta starts it it reminds me, man, the first major of the year, baseball season begins, which I'm a junkie at that. It, it just I, I just absolutely love this time of year. Absolutely, absolutely. And when, when we got a couple of those p- days popping up that are in the fifties, and you just kind of, kind of get the feel for it. I love the advertising that starts coming on. A little bit of the Masters, a little bit of the players, you know, sitting there uh, getting to catch pieces of of Honda, and it yep. starts to get the juices going. Let's let's get going. I start thinking how great I'm going to play, and then we get out there, and we always talk about that. we play in the cold, <laughs> sloppy springtime, yep, right. and oh, it kind of brings us back down to earth. But then we can go home and watch great golf on TV. Yeah, that's right. And we've got some great interviews coming up. I got uh, uh, Paul Azinger is going to be released right around the uh, Masters time. Uh, I got Joe. I don't have Joe Lacava in the can yet, but I'm reaching out to Joe. He's agreed to come on the show. He's Tiger's caddy. I think that'll be a great way to intro. Pearl, this is such great time of year for golf, though on TV. I lo- I don't know what you think, but I love I love watching the weekend at Phoenix. The Pebble oh, yeah. Beach has oh, always yeah. been you and I text when that's on almost every year some of our fondest memories yes. in my entire yes. life. We've yes. had just, just If you haven't just driven down 17 mile oh, drive, if man. you haven't gone to Carmel, if you're a golfer, even if you don't have the time, you don't want to spend the money to play, you have to drive and go see those places. Go into Pebble Grab a beer, sit on the back patio, look at the 18th green in the ocean. It just makes your heart feel good. It's just unbelievable. And then they go down the road to Riviera, which is one of our old stomping grounds, one of my favorite golf courses to play. You know, they make a quick stop in Mexico City. We talked about that last week. But then the Honda tournament, AP. It's an event. God rest his soul, the, the, the Bay Hill Classic. And then they go to the players. And then... Two or three weeks later, Augusta. I mean, it's just this. This is where you know. Well, then we got Ryder Cup at the end of the year. This, and, and we got the Olympics. We got the Olympics. We were talking it's, about that last night. This is a huge golf this year. This is a huge golf year, meet. This is something that, and, and I am really excited about the the Olympics and golf much more so. You know, having it back from the first time since 1904, four years ago, we we're t- kind of thinking, well, you know, I, it's it's being looked at differently. Tiger's getting involved in it. I I, I just think it's terrific. Absolutely. It's fantastic. I'm glad they got the one under their belt, and those guys did well as far as what was Kuchar, Rose, and uh, Stenson. Yep. So, 
they carried the mantle well. They all spoke very highly about it. Uh, it so it's it's revved up and ready now. We got to make sure that uh, Olympics is even happening. For right. crying out loud, we got Coronavirus, some virus. We got all sorts world of crazy. pandemic yep. possibilities. Right. Hope that all disappears and goes away really quick. All right, so we're going to cut this open short because we're going to start our Danny Mac interview. Let's go Let's listen it. to Danny Mac. He's the voice of the Cardinals, and everybody knows Danny Mac. Scoops with DannyMac.com uh, at Danny Mac TV on Twitter. He's uh, he, he is a great follow. First of all, we're sitting in this cool ass studio. Yeah, that you just put together how long ago? Uh, I guess the studio went up about a month ago. Um, it's capable for doing things like this, like podcasts. It's capable to tape shows. It's uh, television shows. A lot of stuff you can do that I, when I first started in the business you couldn't do, which is Facebook Live, Instagram TV, uh, Twitter, all those things. So I, to me, that's where the business is going from my perspective of what I do. So I tried to make something that... Um, I could adapt with, and that's what I'm trying to do. And this wasn't Libby saying, hey, man. Hell no. Get out of the house. Get over there. Get your own place. Well, she doesn't really, and Libby be my wife, uh, she doesn't really like me, but this is a good thing for her because then I'm not in the house. So that's, <laughs> and probably my kids would say the same thing, to be honest with you. But no, 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 no. No, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I've really enjoyed it. Let's talk a little bit of how you started. You're in St. Louis, and we've got so much material here to cover that I want to talk about, but you, you grew up in St. Louis, went to Vianney, and you've always been a sportsman. Yeah, I, I've, I've always played sports. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I grew up idolizing Ozzie Smith. He was my favorite player as a kid. I played baseball as a kid. I played basketball in high school. I played at, at one point four different sports. Baseball led me to Lindenwood University, uh, where I had a college scholarship to play baseball. And I knew my limitations. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be a pro player. I remember they, they brought a kid back. I was playing in the the Metro League, which had some of the top college kids. And this kid was back from um, playing up in, I don't know, if he was in the Alaskan League or whatever to see his parents. And so he needed some innings. And he's, he's throwing, like, mid-90s. And I went up there and I laughed. And I went back to the dugout and I said, boys, this is officially ended my career. I knew it was already <laughs> short, but now it's over. I have no chance. But I always tell people I never wanted to be the next Ozzie Smith. I always wanted to do what I'm doing, which is broadcasting. Now, did I think that I would ever be doing Cardinal baseball? No. But as I tell kids when I go to them now and speak to them, you got to have a dream, right? And so you go for it. You got to go for it. You, you got to work hard for it. All those things. Hopefully you get breaks. I was at the right place at the right time with the explosion of cable television which then led into doing the games with Fox. But back in the day, I was just always hoping that, uh, you know, maybe I'd, I could make a career out of this. My dad, when I told him that I was going to do this, my dad's been gone for well over two decades. God rest his soul. But he said, you're going to be reading F Hog Futures in Iowa. Not that that's not a bad living, but that's just, <laughs> he said, that's, not, so I don't want to put anybody down that's doing that. But he said, that's what you're going to be doing. And I said, well, that's okay, but let me try. I'm going to try. I'm going to go for it. And I, and I always tell people, no matter what walk of life you're in, you got to go for it. you got to make an effort to try to do it. And um, and here I am today talking to you, one of the, the great golfers here in St. Louis and really one of the great golfers that's ever, ever come out of our town. Well, th thanks. But this is about you, man. So Casey, Elsie at school. Yeah. You, you, Boy, you've done some research here. You did. Hey, man. 89.1. You, you know how I uh, feel about you. I follow you with, in the Cardinals every day. We text. We uh, Everything. I'm a huge fan. But listen, this thing about having a dream, you're, you have four kids. I have four kids. 
if you can't do anything other than as a parent to instill in your children the ability to dream and the ability to That's push, right. it is it is enough. Right. I, I So I tell my kids all the time, have a passion with something and go for it. Whether it's sports, whether it's like my littlest girl, I have four kids, three are really involved in sports. And then there's my little girl who... She loves arts and crafts and looking like a young lady, and she's 10 years old. She'll be 11 coming up um, in the next few weeks, and, and I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Go, go be the best she can be, but have a passion for something and go for it, and, and don't let anybody, and I know it sounds so cliche, but don't let people tell you you can't because you can. You can do it, and so 89.1 KCLC is the college station you're referring to. I got... You gotta got to tell me what those early years were oh, like. Oh man, it was it was crazy. So I, when I went to Lindenwood, I was actually going to play div, low Division One football coming out of Vianney. I had a chance at least to go play at some lower end schools, Division Two for sure, other places. Um, I didn't want to do that. My dad played at Boston College. My brother played Boston College too, and he played baseball there too. He was a great athlete. He was a three sport All American at St. Louis U High School, and he's actually the one that told me to go to Vianney. Um, because they were really good in his recruiting pro- process of he and Trent Green were the same age and the biggest guys coming out of the state. And Vianney was very helpful in his recruiting process. And he said, I don't think you want to follow me. And he, he, he's just being point blank honest. You, you don't want to follow. He's six, six and a half and 280 pounds. He's trying to help you. Yeah. He's street and Smith's all American. He's like, don't, don't follow me. Don't follow our dad. Do your own thing. So that's where I was at with Vianney. Um, at the last second, I decided to go to Lindenwood on a whim. Guy came out, watched me play in the summer. I'm playing for a Legion team, and he said, I'll be back the next day with a scholarship. And I said, I really appreciate that, Coach, but I'm not playing college baseball. I've had overtures to go do different things. I'm just going to go be a student. And the next day he showed up, and I signed up. I don't know why, but I did. I think it's like an act of God, Jay. And then I, once I got into Lindenwood, I didn't realize that they're broadcasting – um, situation for if you wanted to do it was that good. It's incredible. It's as good as... It's one of the top in the country. It, it really is. And back then, it was really good in radio, not as much in TV. And I don't I don't mind saying that because now their TV is second to none. Um, I started dating a girl that was involved in this. She she said, I know you like to do this. You ought to come down to the radio. Now, I was hooked. So I go to the radio station, 89.1. I'm doing weather. I'm doing news. I'm the disc jockey in the mornings. I'm doing anything that they'll let me get behind a microphone and do. Um, through that, I, I did high school football and, and college football and basketball. I actually got hired to go make uh, $25 a game. That was that was a lot. I, I worked at uh, KSLQ in Washington, Missouri, and did uh, Washington sports. And uh, you name it, I did it. I, I would sleep in my car after calling a game so I could go work for free the next morning and do the you know high school wrap-up show. Um, Lindenwood led to KMOX. KMOX, we had a, a guy that graduated from Lindenwood that worked at KMOX. Casey Van Allen was his name. And if I'm going too long, just interrupt me here. No, but Casey, man. Casey Van Allen was his name. And you could take a class down at KMOX at Lindenwood. And it was about production. And back then it was literally reel-to-reel, taking a razor blade, cutting it, splicing, splicing the, it. Yeah, yeah th- and, that's, and you learned how to do that. So they pulled me out of class one day, the program director, and he said, hey, I heard you're really intimately involved in radio and sports. How would you like to work here? And I started working at KMOX. And at that point in time, though, the, the business was starting to change. And But I'll say this. It, it, it introduced me to people that are 
lifelong friends now and guys that I admire and guys that helped me so much. Randy Carricker of 101 ESPN, Mike Kelly, uh, voice of the Missouri Tigers. It was Ken Wilson being around him and setting up his remotes and Joe Micheletti working with the great Jack Buck, starting as a producer for him and then doing a Sunday night football show where we hosted it together. Then eventually I did games with him in the booth at a very young age. All those things happened to me. And uh, I was very, very lucky, and that's kind of how it all started. But I always tell people I was lucky, but I, I also like to think I created some of those breaks too. Well, anybody that knows you knows that you don't sit around. No, I, I don't <laughs> sit around. You don't sit around at all. How does it feel to be part of the lineage of KMOX? I mean, look at some of the broadcasters that have turned out, and you're right there in the middle of it. It's, it's, um, it's humbling. I mean, honestly, I mean, you think like, Bob Costas was there and Joe Buck and he's doing the Super Bowl and Costas is doing the Olympics. And it's not that, that they just made like a little stop there. They they were there. I mean, they were entrenched there for a long time. And then the guys that I mentioned before, um, that that's kind of humbling. And to think that you were on those same airwaves. I was on the air when I was 20 years old there at KMOX. I, I might be the youngest ever there. I'm, I'm sure I'm one of the youngest for sure. Um, Those aren't easy records to find no. out. I, I tried to find that out, but you know, this is your 20th years of voice of the Cardinals on Fox Sports Midwest. Actually, it's years. more than that. It's more than that because it was back in. I was doing pregame shows at 97, 98 with the okay. Cardinals, so it's either 23 or 24. I'm when did you up. start to play by play? Was that in 2000? No, no, I did 99, and 98 was okay. So um, 22nd year. Yeah. I mean, it's even better. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's been a long time. A sportsman, you t- baseball, your favorite sport. It is my favorite sport, um, although I do love all sports. But baseball, as I've, I've said to a lot of people, has given me my life. Like, it, it paid for my education. It then led into my job. Um, it's what I do now. Uh, and I'm lucky enough that we are in a, a baseball-crazed city that it's important. You know, you go to some places and it's not important. And for me, doing it here, it's it's important. So... Yeah, I would say it's definitely my favorite. I love hockey. Um, I used to love football. I don't anymore. Um, and I love golf. I do love golf. And my kids play it. My wife plays it. I like to play it. I'm not good. I'm horrible. But I enjoy it. And it's just it's fun to be out with, with friends and playing golf. I don't worry about what somebody thinks, how good I am. I care less. It's just it's to, you know, a place to go play and have fun. Yeah, we'll get back to that. So, Danny, you're, you're, you've got to be working what's close to your dream job. The it is my dream Cardinals. job. I, no, I it mean, is. It's just a, an amazing stuff that you're doing. Um, you've done a football game on the NFL. Yeah. Tony Baselli. I did done, multiple games on the NFL, yeah. And you've done countless uh, college basketball games. Yeah. The only thing I've never heard you do is a hockey play-by-play. And I've done that, too. Have you? Yeah. I did that um, – this was interesting, kind of, I guess. I don't know if people would be bored with it, but I, I did when the Otters were here. Um, where, there was the Otters, right? I think it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember. They had the All-Star game here, and we carried it on Fox, and they said, hey, will you do the play-by-play? Sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. And I, I found it to be uh, easier to do. That's when I figured out that doing baseball on TV is the hardest thing you can possibly do because of the time all the dead time in my opinion yep. now I've never done a national you know PGA event I'm assuming that would be very difficult with things flying around and you're you know you're at one spot trying to get caught up on multiple guys doing what they're doing and there's a lot of stuff going on in your ear and behind the scenes but a continuous flow sport basketball hockey those kind of things 
I found are, are really easy. Now, some people may disagree, but to me, it's the hardest thing to do is, is Major League Baseball, uh, and I did a lot of college baseball, but Major League Baseball on television is the hardest. And I mentioned how the, the industry has changed so much. You know, you think about it, Jay, we, we give you everything. Right? So when you're watching a game at home, you've got the situation up on the bug. So you got a runner at second, you got a runner at you know, first and second, whatever. You got the count, you got the score. Well, a lot of times in play-by-play in baseball, it is, especially in radio, John Miller taught me a great thing that he learned from some of the greats that he learned from. But you take an hourglass, okay, literally, he has an hourglass and just turns it the entire game to remind him of when to give the score and the situation. So 3-2 Cardinals were in the top of the fifth, okay, flips the hourglass. If you're doing radio, it's the sun is peeking through the clouds, Jones looks in, gets his sign, comes set, check on the runner, five-step lead, kicks, fires. Now, he's done everything, right? He's kind of painted a picture. Yes. Where on TV, I, you got that. so You can see it already. Right. So I got to come up with things that we're in the entertainment business, which is another aspect of mine that I think that we've lost complete focus on. But I got to try to entertain you. So I got to try to tell you about Jay Delsing at the plate and Dan McLaughlin, who is on the mound, and human interest things, more so than, you know, the situation, because I already give it to you. So I try to do a lot of history, a lot of studying, a lot of visiting with players, just to make it interesting for the viewer, because that, that truly is my job. All right, so that's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Uh, come back. We have got a lot more Danny Mac for you. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Telsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. I want to tell you about a strength training fitness program that helped me and that can help you. It's called 20 Minutes to Fitness. They have two locations, one in Clayton and one in Chesterfield. Every time you go to the gym with 20 Minutes to Fitness, you work with a professional trainer. They take you through specific machines and with specific exercises that are designed to help your golf game. We're talking about strength, flexibility, and those two components are huge to help you improve your game. Visit 20MinutesToFitness.com. Your first session is absolutely free. Get off the couch and get in shape. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring professional golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. Legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's ascensioncharityclassic.com. How is the relationship with your bank? Does it meet your expectations for what a bank should be? Are they a partner for you and your business, providing value beyond the products and services offered? Or is it just a holding place for your money? At St. Louis Bank, we want to be your banking partner. We believe in being more for you and your business than a placeholder for your money. Our team works to understand you so we can provide the ideal products and services for you and your business. And we're always just a call, text, or email away to provide the banking advice that you need. Because at St. Louis Bank, we know when you succeed, we all succeed. Isn't it time you get the banking partner you deserve? St. Louis Bank, let's move your business forward together. Find us online at stlouisbank.com, connect with us on LinkedIn, or call at 314 851 6200. 
your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We are on the front nine. It's brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Can't wait for um, September, October to get to play in that event. But first of all, we got to talk a little bit about Whitmore Country Club. They've been a great partner, sponsor for the Golf with Jay Delsing show. There's 90 holes of golf um, when you join out at Whitmore. You get access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. There are no carts associated at all with this membership. There are also no food and beverage minimums and no assessments. They've got a great 24-hour fitness center, a large pool complex. There's tennis courts, year-round social calendar. The holiday parties are legendary out there. There's picnics, date nights, live music. They've got a kids club where you drop your your children off. They, they're they well looked after with other children, video games, they're, they're um, chaperoned, and you can go play golf, you can go have dinner, have a cocktail, whatever it is you want. There's also junior golf, junior tennis, uh, swim teams available for the kids. But we are talking basically about a really family-friendly, family-centric atmosphere. Bummer, our great friend of the show and good buddy is the assistant pro, in the shop, you got to go in and say hi to him. He'll show you around and answer all of your golf questions. Bill Brungart is a membership director. You can reach him at 636-926-9622. He'll show you around. They're great people. They're friendly. Go see Whitmore Country Club. It's a great place to join. All right, so we're going right back in. we got to jump right back into Danny Mac. Here's uh, uh, some more of the interview with Danny McLaughlin. One of the questions that I couldn't wait to ask you today. So I've traveled my whole life. You know what a baseball geek I am. I go to. I've, I've been. Your dad every, played in the major leagues. Come on, man. I, and I've been to every stadium. The same thing with the hockey. I love going to the old barns, all that stuff. But I never see. So I'll be at a, a place for a week. So I'll catch a, a game and I'll catch a, a broadcast team from Washington D.C. with Carpenter to you know all, all across Vin Scully when I was at UCLA. You're the only guy I've ever seen. That has multiple partners. Yeah. Okay, so I've been... Lots of fun, Jay. Fortunate. That's what I want to ask you. <laughs> that's what I want to ask you. Where I've been part of the Fox golf team, and, you know, we started from scratch with zero chemistry. Talk to me about that. It, it's not easy. No, um, it can't be. The way I put it is that we have guys from different eras that I try to appeal to their strengths. So if... if this is to the big picture, too, of how my job has changed. And I and I will get back to the partner part, but it leads into it. So I was on a Twitter exchange with Trevor Bauer of the Reds earlier this year. He was on MLB Radio Network, and they asked him, what would you change about the game? And he said, broadcasters, you know, they need to know more of this, that, and the other. I'm paraphrasing. And so I got looped into this thing, and I, I and very, very cordial with him. He was great. I, I thought I was cordial, and we're actually going to do a podcast when he comes to St. Louis or I go to Cincinnati and I, I'm looking forward to it because I love the perspective of a player to say, what well, this is your chance. What would you change? What do you want to, what do you want to hear? And so the, the point then after that was I threw it out to the general public. I got about 85,000 people on Twitter. I said, what, what do you want to hear in a broadcast? What appeals to you? Joe Blow, Susie Q. And I got all kinds of different answers. I want analytics. I want more stories. Tell me about the history. Tell me more about this guy. Tell me more about the play on the field. I get it, okay? So my point is you can't make everybody happy. Now, as it pertains to dealing with various partners, from my perspective, it's not easy day in and day out. But what I can try to do 
is drawn Tim McCarver's stories of a great era of Cardinals baseball. We're dealing with a primarily Cardinal audience, so let's talk 64, 67, 68, catching Bob Gibson, catching Steve Carlton. He's also one of the great storytellers in sports ever. He's the last of maybe the last of a dying breed in that regard of guys that know how to explain the game but also can tell great stories. Then you have what my era was, which was Whitey Ball. I loved it. So when Ricky Horton's next to me, I try to draw on his strengths of Whitey Ball. Al was more about the 70s. 70s was a down era for the Cardinals, but yet there were some great things to talk about. Then you have Brad Thompson, who played on these 2000 teams. Those were fun. Edmonds, fun. Um, And Jimmy is incredibly smart in the game of baseball and can relay what is happening when they're watching video and analytics and trying to explain that to the audience. So... That's what I try to do. I don't know if I do a good job with it, but I do try to relay all that stuff, tie it in with in mind that this is entertainment. We have forgotten that we've gotten so cookie cutter on, well, you got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. No, it's still entertainment at its best. This is still a guy or a gal that, and this is how I approach my job. I have the, I am living my dream. And this is, you said, well, it might be your, no, it isn't, might be. This is, my job. This is what I always wanted to do. There is somebody in the summer that's tarring the roads and on a roof and construction and things that I couldn't do or want to do that are working their asses off. And all they want to do is come home and watch a game. They want a couple of guys or girls sitting there talking about the game that are enjoying being there. So they want to be entertained. They want to sit back, have a cold one, watch the game. My job is to try to make it entertaining. And if I'm not doing that, then shame on me. And that's how I look at it with the, with dealing with various guys. And it's on and to them too. Shame on them if they don't tre- treat it that way. Well, the point that I wanted to make with that question, Danny, is that there's so much more that goes into what you do <laughs> than anybody knows. When I uh, I got to hang around Jack Buck, who's just absolutely terrific, incredible. When I, was, when I was in Los Angeles, Vin Scully paid me some tremendous compliments incredible. about my father and things like that, and we talked about his sport. I mean, about his job and how much he loved baseball. And all he, Vince Scully, talked about was prep. Yep. The best ones have prep, and they prep their asses off, but they never talk about it. And right. you don't know. And they can convey this message, as you do, to us listeners, like you're in an easy chair. Well, you better be ready when some guy, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't happen, and God forbid, but he gets hit in the head or uh, something happens on the field, and you got to fill. So that's not part of the game action. That has nothing to do with the game. It's something going on that is outside of the game that um, you better be ready to talk. And so uh, when I, you know, you were talking about what I did at KCLC, one of the, one of the things I learned really early on is that if you're not well-read, if you don't read things outside of the stats, then you're going to be behind the eight ball. And so I, I read more news than I do actual sports every single day. Yeah, see, to me, what you bring to the table so well is the stuff that's in between the lines. And so, Danny, you go to the ballpark, and you've got your, your pregame shows, you got your post, but you don't know this nine-inning game may, might go 17. That's you, how the game has changed, though, because we did have a 17 or 18 or 19 or whatever it was this last year, and it was right. took forever, and I missed my flight, so I'm still <laughs> kind of pissed. But <laughs> no matter what, it, it we got through it. But – to the bigger point, how the game has changed and doing on television. When I first started, Jay, uh, 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 I would say a three-hour game was considered really long. Now a three-hour game is considered the norm. And if we get out of there faster than three hours, then that's a fast game. 
one of the things I try to, to not do is harp on the speed of the game. Um, I don't necessarily like the pace. I, I think that the pace has got to pick up in Major League Baseball for the entertainment value of the fan, whether they're watching on TV or in the seats. But if I go on the air and go, God, this game's taking forever. Oh, my God. We're only in the second inning and we're hour and a half in. Well, then I'm, I'm telling the viewer, why don't watch this because it's really boring. Now, if a guy is walking around the mound and taking forever, I'll point that out because I think it's part of the strategy of the game because you're not keeping your your people on your toes, your defense is back, they're falling asleep, there's no flow, and I think that's the competitive part of it. But from an entertainment part, if I say this is awful and boring and terrible, then why watch? Plus, so you, you don't can. even have to say that, Danny. You know, if it if it comes through in the way that you're describing it and the tone that you're using – Everybody knows. Absolutely. And it's kind of like golf. I mean, with golf, guy takes forever, and you're watching him as it pertains to, you know, talking with you. He's standing over the ball 8,000 times and, you know, six practice swings, steps away, looks at his backswing. I mean, gets old. I mean, that's that's not good. That's not good TV. And the bottom line is you're trying to make this entertaining for people there, but really people on TV because TV is where you're going to get your money. Well, Danny, that's the thing with golf. So the PGA Tour just signed a new <clears throat> television contract, and it's – it blew out the old one. And yeah. People were like, whoa, Tiger's this and that. And, you know, not true. It all came in at spades. But it is about entertainment. It is Absolutely. about ratings 100%. And when our game is taking five and a half hours for a twosome to play, people are going to – they've Uncle. had it. Yeah. And I also think, you know, it's interesting. You talk to people in, in golf and they say, depending on what network is carrying it, show, show more of the shots. Show more golf. I agree with that. Show more action. And if you don't have action, though, in the game, like in baseball, you know, you're th- three and a half hours, you might have eight minutes of total action. you you got to have something to entertain them. And thank goodness we, we are in a city and a franchise that's got so much history that people draw on. So I love talking about Stan and Bob and um, Lou and Ozzy and the great teams we've had because I, I do think that that appeals in going back to, like, dealing with all the different uh, analyst that appeals to d- different people in the audience too. Yeah, so we made this transition to golf. So let's tell everybody about this. How, first of all, how much you love the game. We know about your kids, um, Luke and Avery, and your twins, Olivia and uh, Barrett. Man, you've done some everybody research. Everybody loves the game in your family. Your wife is a hell of a player. She's pretty good. She's a damn She's good pretty player. good. But you started the Dan McLaughlin golf event. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This would be I the 18th say, year I was coming say up. 18 years yeah. ago. Uh, and it's and it's all about special special ed. Yeah, special Spe- education. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, special ed and special needs children. I I was on um, as it pertains to baseball. Uh, I was offered at one point the radio and the TV job of the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't know if anybody's ever been offered that. I was technically a free agent, you know, and I was debating both what I was going to do. And obviously, I elected to go to television, and so. Right after that happened, within 24 hours, they sent me on a sales call with a friend of mine at Fox. And and on the way to the sales call, he starts crying. And I said, "What? What? what's, what's going on here? About? Yeah. yeah. And he, he starts telling me about his daughter. And he makes a nice living, but not like over the top. And he's not poor. He's in the middle. And he said, I don't qualify for government subsidies to help my daughter and the needs that she has. And she's severely handicapped. And um, I said, man, that's just not right. And I've always had, Jay, and people can roll their eyes. I've always had a special place for kids with special needs. Anytime I see a kid when I'm at the ballpark, 
and they're in a wheelchair, I stop and say hello. I'll bring them to the booth. Maybe I'll show them the, the video board or bring Fredbird over because they love that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought it was important that maybe I try to do something. So I walked into the Special Education Foundation, and their motto was, when the tax dollars stop, we step in. So somebody is growing out of their hearing aids, but they can't fo- afford it, I'll write a check for them. Um, they need whiteboards for kids with autism. I'll do that. We need to buy a bunch of computers for a classroom. I'll do that. Um, I see with every dime that is brought in spreadsheet wise, um, where the money goes. So I told these people, I walk in, I said, how you guys doing? My name is Dan McLaughlin. Some knew who I was. Some others didn't. Um, I'm here to do a golf tournament for you. I'm going to put my name on it, and you all are going to get involved. And I just got like a, blank, a bunch of blank stares like, back at me. Who is this? Who let right. this guy in? They're like, who the hell is this guy? Well, here we are 18 years later, and it's nearly $5 million raised. Oh, and, wait a minute. $5 million bucks. Yeah. And we, that's real. That, that's, yeah, that's it's real serious. It's, had a, it's made a dent in, in for some people. Um, and it, it's, it's something I'm really proud of. I mean, it's, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. Um, but now it kind of runs itself. And, you know, one of the great stories I, I always tell was a few years ago, um, and it's on Columbus Day every year, so public schools are out. So these teachers will come and they will wind up volunteering because they're off that day and they know they may get, uh, get some of the monies that are raised. But I had a lady just come up to me and she said, Dan, uh, I'm here to volunteer. And I said, oh, thanks so much. And she said, I'm not a teacher. I, I haven't donated, but I'm donating my time. I said, that's that's wonderful. Thanks for being here. She goes, no, 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 you, you need to understand why. Said, okay, you got my attention. Why, why are you here? And she said, well, my daughter uh, received your scholarship. She was off the spectrum, uh, on the spectrum a little bit, and um, we were able to get her through college. She's now a productive member of society. So it's not everybody that's severely handicapped. Some are, some aren't. Some are in wheelchairs. Some are hearing aids. Some are... The whiteboards, I mean, all the things that you talk about, but we try to help as many people as we can. I'm very proud of it. That's turned into, I do Danny Magnificent Kids, which is a ticket program down at the, the ballpark. And we bring special needs kids down, and they come in the dugout, and they get a ticket voucher, and they get food and, you know, giveaways and stuff. And you would think that, man, you're making their year. And I, I always say this too, Jay, I get more out of it than they get. I, I do. It makes me, it's on a selfish point of view, I mean, it, it, to see the kids that we affect in a positive manner, it, it just you get more out of it, man. And I know you've done a lot with kids. You just get more out of it. You, you really do, and it makes it all worth it. You do. Danny, we have the PGA Tour champions coming to North County, St. Louis, uh, Norwood Hills, where I grew up, and you and I are both kind of on the Ascension team yeah. trying to tell this story to the business community, to actually to anybody that will listen That's to right. us. And, um, man, it's exciting to have you kind of helping – Myself and Jay Williamson and some, you know, Barney Hinkle and his teams push this ball because golf is such a unique game. And yes. it gives back in untold manners. Well, I love what Nick Ragone, who's heading up the team with Ascension and Steve Spratt and, and that group or what they're doing. Um, in the fact that they, they selected North County to do it. And it's, as you all know, growing up out there, um, Norwood is right by Ferguson. And we've all had a black guy that from anybody that's from St. Louis and what happened with Ferguson. Um, and it hopefully changes the narrative a little bit. Like, hey, you can invest in this place. There are good people out here. This is a good area. And unfortunately, and you travel for a living, I do too, for a while, the only thing I heard from so many people was Ferguson one, Rams leaving two, what's going on with your city? And it was you wanted to say, you wanted to shake these people and say, there's a lot of great things going on in our city. 
unfortunately, this is the narrative that's out there. But to see that that Ascension would, you know, decide specifically to go to that area of our town and say, we're, we're looking to invest in you and put a lot of money and effort behind it. That's a big deal. And so I, I, I think it's great. I'm, I'm behind it. They've made a four year commitment. It'll be more, I'm sure, before it's all said and done. Um, and you can talk to the golf side of it. I mean, great golfers coming in, but just from the city pride perspective, it's a big deal, and it's something that's really good for our town. Yeah, it is, and I mean, we are in one of the best sports towns in America. The Obviously, best. the best baseball. You know, that that's to me doesn't even seem to be a, right. a real argument. All right, that's going to wrap up the uh, front nine. The front nine was brought to you by Ascension Charity Classic. Come back. we got the back nine. More Danny Mac. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1, East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this a year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314-781-7775 and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over 50 years, so you take that knowledge along with their state-of-the-art equipment and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. I want to take a minute to tell you about a law firm that has been with me since the inception of the show. I'm talking about Doster, Olam, and Boyle. The firm was started in 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle. These are three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm has talented additional roster of professionals with decades of experience to help you achieve your goals in whatever situation you find yourself in. The firm was founded on the shared goals that success has to be measured by client and community satisfaction, not just profits for the partners. These guys are involved in the community, they live in the community, and they care about the community. Since its founding in 2015, Dr. Ullman Boyle have been involved in real estate, business, and and corporate transactions with over a billion dollars in combined value. Their areas of practice will overlap, and the firm's attorneys will take their time to get to know you and your situation so that they can guide you and point you in the direction that you need to go. Doster Ullman Boyle, extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Telsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. I'd like to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing, on 101 ESPN. Whitmore has been a great partner as I enter my second year. If you are considering a great place for your family to hang out, you've got to go over to Whitmore Country Club. Go in the golf shop. See my friend Bummer. He'll tell you all you need to know about the kids' club, the golf, the tennis. Uh, They've got uh, swim teams and leagues. There's anything you and your family could want at Whitmore Country Club. Visit them at WhitmoreGolf.com. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by St. Louis Bank. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearlie and I are here. Uh, The Back Nine is brought to you by St. Louis Bank. Uh, And Pearl, we're going right back into Danny, Danny McLaughlin. When I look at some of the stuff 
you did when, when talking about this. You have a tremendous amount of passion for this city. I try to, yeah. And I, and I know it's frustrating at times. Let's talk about the MLS to the loop for a minute. Okay, if you gave a speech in front of the the board of board aldermen, of aldermen yep. that I've listened to like three different times. Yeah. Because, I, 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 you know, obviously it's uh, not hiding. I'm a fan of yours. But, I mean, I don't know if everybody knows this stuff, man, how much stuff you do, whether it's behind the scenes. You're never looking to blow your own horn. I'm looking – to well, do thank that for you. you here, but thank but you, Jake. What what compelled you to do that? And I know that had a huge impact on a lot of people that were were listening to that. I appreciate it. Um, it started out. I, I guess you could go back to the night that the Rams left, um, and to this day, it still really rubs me the wrong way and pisses me off. My my oldest son. Um, one of the, the the things that I remember fondly about him and now he's going to be in high school next year so he's growing into a young man but at that point he's a kid and he's the kind of guy that doesn't show a lot of emotion doesn't get high doesn't get low he is just even keel man and even when he was a baby he rarely cried and I saw him that night with tears in his eyes and I'm thinking why what what, why why is this happening and some of my fondest memories with him are we would tailgate and go to a Rams game even when they were horrible didn't matter saw Peyton Manning play we saw Odell Beckham Jr. He he loved it. We were up close to it. He you know he was down on the field one time. We got passes. I mean we tried to make it an experience. It was something that we enjoyed together, and it got taken away from from him and from me and that experience because of greed, and that pisses me off. Um, and so I guess you could say that it started that night. And so when I saw the first go around of MLS and it got turned down, and my son is a very good soccer player. Both my kids are my by four as you mentioned, but my two boys. Um, I thought, what, well, why? You know, what's what's going on here? And then I found out more about it, and I couldn't believe the the deal that was being presented to our community, from Jim Cavanaugh, Tom Strunk, Carolyn Kendall Betts, these great people that support our town in so many different ways, not just soccer. That's just part of the puzzle. And I called Jim. I called called him. And I just said, Jim, how you doing, Dan McLaughlin? I'd met him a couple of times. And hey, Dan, how are you? I said, I, I'm well. I said, um, I think you have an unbelievable thing going on here. I'd like to help get behind it and get the word out and promote it. And I'm going to make a long story short. So that's how it all started. So it started out with an interview and then another interview and another interview and another interview and trying to help them in, in those types of ways of getting the word out, the message out of how good of a deal this is for our city. And then the, the, the day that you're talking about the Board of Aldermen, no one knew what I was going to say. They didn't know what I was going to say. They just said, hey, would you come and, and speak? And I said, absolutely, you know. And my speech, Jay, was— You nailed that speech. Well, I appreciate How much appreciate did you it. practice that? I, not much. I wrote it, and that was it. I went in front of the, the Board of Aldermen and it let it rip. Fly. Yeah, beautiful. Um, with passion, because I'm passionate about the town. My mom is still in South St. Louis. I was born and raised in the city limits. Um, and to the point I made earlier, I'm sick of the narrative— of our town and it's dying rams left ferguson what there's a lot of bad things here no there's a lot of great things but if we don't dust ourselves off and try to advance and and move as a community then we're in trouble and i felt like i'm gonna just try to do my part so the speech was more about where we are socioeconomically with soccer being at the forefront of it and i travel for a living you do too we're hearing these bad things, and we need to change that. And that's why I did it. And it just kind of it just exploded 
after that. You know, it just went around like wildfire. And I, I say this all the time. I'm not the biggest soccer fan. I, I'm really, I enjoy the sport. I don't love the sport. Kids play it. They love it. But I think this is a great thing for our town. And if you've ever been to an MLS game, they're really a lot of fun. Um, and this is, man, our town dusting ourselves off and saying, well, all right, football, you don't want to be here. That's fine. We got the XFL. That's fine. Whatever. But we have now an opportunity of these people investing in our town with millions and millions of dollars that's not coming out of John Q. Public's pocket, and we have a chance to make a difference. And how could we not get behind that? And that, that was really my basic thought process behind it. Well, and it was it was tremendous. And when you start thinking about the Jim Cavanaugh's of Well, I want to say this, too. I also think the difference was, too, was here's a baseball guy. Everybody knows me as a baseball guy. And all of a sudden, he's not a soccer guy. He's not a politician. He's not the governor. He's not the mayor. You're a St. Louisan. I'm just a St. Louis native that's trying what, to do that, my that, thing. That's what was special about That's why that. it resonated, I think, that, for a lot of people. Out, that was a bit out of your lane. So yeah, for sure. You know, when you sit there, I was going to mention, you sit there and think about guys like Jim Cavanaugh, Worldwide Tech, Worldwide Technologies, Carolyn Kendall Betts, and Chrissy Taylor, all these Tom unbelievable yep. dynamic people around our city and what they're willing to do and the way that they've been treated with some of the state uh, decisions and things like Shocking. that. It's it's unbelievable. And have they been phased? No. No, I, I, I mean, uh, at least not publicly. Uh, I'm sure there's <laughs> behind, well, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure. not sure. I'm very Certain. positive. There, there's some <laughs> frustrations there over some of the things that have gone on. But to their credit, they've stayed even keel. And I think what we're seeing now is that now that we're seeing shovels in the ground and the the property is there and now you can't get off a certain point of Highway 40 because, oh, by the way, there's a stadium going on there, the excitement gets going. Um you know, I, I'm excited for it just because I think it's great for our town. Um, if you're a soccer fan, you're elated that this is going on. If you're the city, you should be elated that someone is investing in your town and you're going to get the benefits of it. Uh, and if you're the governor, you should be saying, this is amazing that these people have stepped up. I mean, it, when you think about what the Taylor family has done, the Arch Grounds, Forest Park, Enterprise Center, uh, the War Memorial, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And they're not one saying, look at me. And I, I, by extension, I would say the DeWitts are the same way with what they've done with the Cardinals and Ballpark Village. And that's changed the complexion of downtown St. Louis. They've invested a lot of their money in that. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, they're smart business people. They're going to get something out of it, too. But it's not like I think the argument that I heard a lot was, well, you just have these billionaires, you know, and, and they're going to make a bunch of money off the public. No, that's that's really not how it works, uh, especially on the MLS situation. These are people that care about our town that decided to make sure that they're investing in the town. They don't have to do this. And there was nobody putting a gun to their head saying, you have to do this. They did this on their own and took on all the headaches that come along with it. So I applaud them, and that's why I support it so much. That's going to wrap up the back nine. Um, We've got a little more of this interview to share with you on the 19th hole, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. So don't go anywhere. The back nine was brought to you by St. Louis Bank. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports. Driven by Auto Centers Nissan. Home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1. East St. Louis. 101 ESPN. For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs. From top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, 
and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at ProAmGolfUSA.com. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Don't miss your chance to see PGA Tour champion legends. Proceeds will benefit St. Louis area youth, including the Urban League, Mary Grove, the Boys and Girls Club, and more. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. Let me tell you about a strength training program that helped me, and it can improve your golf game and overall fitness as well. And all it takes is 20 minutes once a week. 20 minutes to fitness targets the muscle groups used in golf. Because you work with a trainer on physical therapy equipment, it also reduces the chance of exercise-related injuries to almost zero. But don't take my word for it. Try it yourself. Your first session is absolutely free. 20 Minutes to Fitness is in Clayton and Chesterfield. To learn more, visit 20MinutesToFitness.com. 20 Minutes to Fitness. It works for me. It's time to get the scoop on the St. Louis golf scene. Here's Jay and Kurt Rowe with the Metropolitan Minute. Well, we had a big week last week as we kicked off uh, score posting season and also all of our entries open for Metropolitan Championships and our Amateur Series of Events. This week, entries have started to open for USGA Championships. So we've got U.S. Open entries have opened. Uh, we'll be conducting qualifying for that, uh, for local qualifying on Monday, May 4th at Spencer T. Olin. So those are those are now open as well as long as some as well as some other USGA championships. Tell us about the uh, Metropolitan E Club. Yeah, and the E Club is uh, is open and taking new members as always. Uh, easiest way, especially for the Jay Delsing Golf with Jay Delsing members, uh, we've got a banner ad right on our homepage metga.org, and if you click on there, you can join today for uh, for thirty two dollars for the season, and that gets you your USGA handicap index through the GN Handicap Service and access to all of our other member benefits. That's the Metropolitan Minute. That was Kurt Rowe, the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs. If you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. USA Mortgage has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and a cold one sounds good. We're going to the 19th hole. We're going to play just a, just the a, a last little bit of the Danny McLaughlin interview. So, Danny, we've got so much to look forward to with what we're just talking about for you personally, you're getting ready to go to spring training. We're sitting here in the first week of February. It yeah. looks like we live in Alaska. You know, the weather is <laughs> terrible. You're Sucks. Gonna, you're going to head down to, uh, to Florida in spring training. What are you most excited about this year uh, in terms of the Cardinals um, and, and, uh, and, and baseball? 
Well, I, from the Cardinals' perspective, I would say the youth. I, I get excited watching young players play. I, I just do. I think it's fun because you just don't know. Um, their left field and center field situation, I think, is completely up for grabs. I, I don't. I think that's open competition, which includes Harrison Bader. Um, I love just a new season, and generally speaking, I mean, you go down there, Jaybird, and and you you walk on to the premises of, of spring training, and it's like, yeah, it's back. For people that love it, like me, I'm a lifer. I, I'll do this the rest of my life. I I look at it, and I just say, this is. This is baseball. It's warm weather. I'm I'm literally hearing the popping of the glove and hearing guys hit and they're in a cage and you got movement and I I don't know. I I'm a geek. I so I'm a baseball geek. I love that stuff. And this year it's interesting how they're doing camp. They've got 73 guys coming into camp. So it's not going to be where the minor leaguers are showing up a week later. It's 73 guys. So one of the things that happens for me is I'll go on the backfields and watch you know, Jack Flaherty getting in his work against Yadier Molina and Paul Goldschmidt. I don't know. I That's kind of fun for me. I like that stuff, you know. Um, you have the games in itself, and that's cool. And I, I would tell anybody that has the means to do it, if it's a bucket list thing, do it. It's really cool because you're as close as you and I are talking to Paul Goldschmidt and Paul DeYoung and Yadier Molina and seeing how these guys get ready. So that part I really enjoy. Baseball has had a serious black eye this off season with the cheating scandal from the Astros and Red Sox will come out and maybe even more. Um, That to me is the underlying current of what's going on in the sport. And when you get all the guys, it's kind of like going to a tour event, right? And the media wants to talk to, to you and Phil and Tiger and all these guys. Well, they got them in one spot. Now they got a chance to do it. Well, when you go to camp, all these guys are here. They're not spread out across the country. You can ask these guys, what is going on with this? And you will have some of these players, not necessarily Cardinals, but it might be a Cardinal, who knows? But you'll have some of the – because they're all going to be asked about it. Every camp is going to have people asking, what did you know? Who do you know? How is it done? How did it affect the game you were in? All that stuff. And some of these guys are going to be upset and say, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy one bit. And I remember the game back on July 17th, and I was on the mound, and I was pitching here, and, you know, I, I thought I had good stuff. Well, maybe I did have good stuff, but they knew it was coming. So that's coming out, and that the next six weeks of that with baseball I think is going to be really interesting in how it's handled from the league office to the teams themselves and the players. How important is it for baseball to get this right? Really important. I, I, it's the biggest scandal since the steroid scandal, and you know, betting is a part of everything that we do in sports now, and if you are saying that the games aren't fair and there's not competitive balance and that there was something there that was not right – that's a real problem. I mean, if you think that people be like, if you knew a guy was throwing a game, well, that that you'd have a real problem as a spectator and as a guy that thinks that, all right, you have the, your roster. Here's the roster A. Here's roster B. And roster A on paper is really good, and roster B is not. But still, we're going to compete, and there's no cheating. You know, it's a fair playing field. If there's not a fair playing field as a viewer, as a spectator, as a person in the sport that's a real problem so they got to clean it up and it's got to happen and they've got to come down very harshly on all these people that are involved I really believe that any way AJ Hinch is ever involved in the big game anymore I think it's I think a lot of it depends I I do I think time heals all wounds but I think he's got to come out and acknowledge that there were serious problems with, with, with with what they did and and be a big boy about it and if you do that then I think he's okay I think, though, in the next six weeks, we find out how deep did it go. 
you know, how, how much did Jeff Luno know? How much did A.J. Hinch know? How much did Beltron and Cora and the players that were on the field know? How deep did it really go? Just to gloss over it, I don't think it, it's going to sell. If you come out and own it, then, yeah, I think you, you might be back in the game. So appreciate this much. We can time. go we forever. Can, I don't care. I, I, I love it. I got to tell you, this is fantastic. Thanks so much for this time. Oh, man, anytime. This we is, can keep going. Whatever is, you want. How much time you got on your show? Oh, it's a it's a six-hour show. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, what else you want to get into? All right. So easily one of my favorite interviews. Um, okay. So the, for me, the first thing that steps out in my mind, first of all, what a cool description of the progression of his career, right? 23 years old, gets his job with the Cardinals, things like that. But Another, you and I talk about this all the time, the overnight successes yeah, of people exactly. where they're like, oh, um, oh, yeah, I've been at this for 20 years. and But it, it was relatively early success as far as where he got plugged in. But it just sounded like there was a passion for it from the very beginning. And at the end of the day, yeah, we want to make money. We want to get whatever other things are important to us. But, man, is it cool to be plugged in and doing what you love to do? And he knew some level of that early on. The other thing that rang to me, I like that he had so much fun doing different kinds of sports. Yeah. And even places when he's talking about, well, I'm not going to remember, was it just a hockey game or soccer? Something yep. where he hadn't done it before, hadn't necessarily practiced it, doesn't necessarily know it, but he knows enough about his craft where he can just kind of go do it. I yeah, think it's, it's, cool. it, it's incredible. One of the things, there's two things that stuck out in my mind. He dropped this speech on the board of aldermen mm-hmm. for St. Louis that was so critical for uh, the MLS coming to the Lou. And um, I'll never forget that. And uh, I thought that was impressive. And was that taped, Jay? Do you happen to know? Yeah, that? you can you can pull that. You Maybe can, we can put that on your website. Seriously, yeah, you, can, you can pull that you've up. Ta- we'll, you've we'll talked about, about it nonstop yeah. since then. Oh, it's refresh well, Just because I know Danny and because I know what the city was going through, they had like one round of uh, trying to get the MLS and it just didn't go well. And you've got heavyweights like, you know, Enterprise and, and, and Jimmy Cavanaugh, Worldwide Technologies, and all these guys that are caring so much. And Danny steps in and just you know, gives this heartfelt speech about what St. Louis means to him and what this soccer team can do for the community. And it was just, um, uh, just fantastic. And here's another thing. So because I've, I've had the opportunity to, to do some TV and things like that, Danny works with a different partner on almost every, every week. So there's, they revolve these different personalities in there. So there's Jim Edmonds and BT from, from, from here at the studios, Great guys, and Ricky Horton's another great guy, but all different chemistry. All guys bring different things to the table, and he's the, you know, the ringmaster. He just handles it. Yeah, and I mean, when he used to have Al Rabowski in there, that was another personality and a whole different, you know, uh, approach. You know, it's like any, it's like any career. There's a lot that goes behind oh, yeah. it if you want to be the best, and he's clearly up in that upper echelon yep. and it's it's cool stuff and, and we'll just end it with this st louis has been so fortunate to have some of the top announcers in the world of sports and danny is right up there you know with the the bucks as you mentioned bob costas all these guys have their roots just like danny you know started in kmox and some local things but maybe st louis offered them the canvas too we could look at it that way so these guys were great guys but maybe it's the field that they got to play in and 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 create their craft in that did it for them as well so maybe a little bit of both sides win there yeah i think so and um well that's going to wrap up another show uh, pearl thanks for being with me Loved um, it. thank you yeah danny was fun me thanks for for taking care of us running the board and keeping us on track and uh, we will talk to you all next week uh, that's going to wrap up the 19th hole and another show at Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. 
That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.